Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt Timmons here, Marketing and Advertising Better Podcast. It's Friday. A uh, really cool thing that's happening tonight. Uh, my mother-in-law is trying to get my wife and I on a date night. We get to go watch Boise State football tonight. They're not having a great year, but I'm having a great time watching them. Um, since we've moved to Boise, this is the third game that we've caught. So we've always been Boise State fans, and we moved here to be close to the family. And now we get to watch the games live, so it's really cool. Uh, and uh, my four boys get to spend time with their uh, Nana tonight. So uh, I got a special treat for you guys today. Uh, we're talking about the best uh, number one step you can do in business, the best thing that I did in business that really set my business aflame. So uh, sit back. Grab your notepad, take some notes, listen in. So the big question is this. What is it going to take for people like me and you to get ahead, stop working the nine to five, stop living paycheck to paycheck? We didn't cheat the system. We went to school. We did what we were supposed to do. And now we're living somebody else's dream. Well, now it's time to take that back. Start living our dream. And that's the question that we're going to answer on this podcast, the Marketing and Advertising Better podcast. So sit back, take notes, and enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Matt Timmons. Uh, thanks for tuning in uh, at the Marketing and Advertising Better podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about branding and one of the most important steps you can do as a business or an idea enthusiast and um and this is just all from experience and so so um i'm an i'm an idea enthusiast and if you've been listening in you do know that um that i have a really tough time uh sleeping and have some insomnia and things like that because my right my mind just races all the time so um if that's who you are we're totally relatable we've got the, we share the same story uh, but let's just jump right into it. Um, who are your customers? Uh, one of the most important steps in starting a business is that. Um, and before we get into branding, we need to figure out figure out what you've been called to do, who you've been called to serve. It is difficult to build a brand if you do not know who you're serving. Building a brand is developing an identity that is recognizable, that is consistent, that creates awareness, that embraces loyalty and builds trust. Uh, the person you serve should know who you are, relate to you, know what you stand for, and be able to spot you in a crowd. Um, I've been married to the most amazing woman for 10 years, and we have four boys. Uh, my oldest is nine, and the youngest is three. Um, in 2006, in 2016, uh, in July, um, so obviously it's hot that at that time we decided to move from California to Texas in the mid of, of the summer heat. And, uh, you know, people, people in Texas, they really love the fact that people move from California to Texas. It's, it's, it's just the greatest thing. They're so welcoming, but actually it's just a joke. I don't think anybody likes Californians. Um, so we began, uh, to be really apprehensive telling people that, that we we're from California. It's kind of like, uh, you don't want to tell people when your kids are sick, nobody wants to be around you when your kids are sick, but people usually don't want to come near you when your kids are sick or even when you're from California. Um, it's just how it is. Um, it was a Sunday. Um, so we got, and we were finally getting unpacked in July from the move. 
and we were all hot and starving. We didn't want to cook. So we just decided to go grab some fa fast food and uh, we drove around. We turned around the corner and there was a Chick-fil-A. And up to this point, we've never eaten Chick-fil-A. We've never had it, um, but it was cool because there was no line. There was no line and we were starving. So we pull up to the ordering station and nothing. You know, I'm sitting there talking in, talking into the ordering microphone. Uh, hey, excuse me. Uh, and nothing. And, uh, well, if you know Chick-fil-A, then you know that they're closed on Sundays. And we didn't know that at the time. But So we were disappointed. We were all starving. We just went to the next food joint and got some food. A few days later, we revisited the idea to go to Chick-fil-A and give it another try. But this time, when we went there, the line was around the corner. It was insane. The employees were out in the line taking orders. And uh, they were moving and and. So we thought, man, this might be the best Chick-fil-A in the whole country. We totally lucked out. Let's jump in this line. It was moving so fast. And within two minutes, our order was being taken. And the young man says, welcome to Chick-fil-A. How may I serve you? And uh, my wife and I were just blown away by it. Because when you go to a fast food joint, it's not usually the case. They're, they're almost like, what do you want? And uh, we, we proceeded to order. And within five minutes, we were driving home. It was awesome. The line was so long and we got through it so quick. It was just the best. So my wife and I had, I remember we were having this crazy discussion about the service there, how efficient they were. And uh, we totally geek out on that. Well, actually, I totally geeked, geek out on efficiency and that sort of stuff. But since that time that we went to Chick-fil-A and uh, I'm, I'm guessing we probably eat out probably once a week or so. Um, just having that many kids and being involved in sports and X, Y, Z, it's easy uh, just to give us a break from cooking and stuff just one night. So anyways, we, we hold stock in Chick-fil-A. We eat there about 98% of the time. That's our choice fast food. Now, we don't go to McDonald's or Jack in the Box, any of the other, these other places. And the reason is the food is great. We all know that. If you've ever been to a Chick-fil-A, you know the food is amazing. But the best part is is the service. Everywhere you go, every Chick-fil-A you go to, it's ingrained in the people that work there. They are put there and they are, they are called to serve you. And you can completely understand that. And guess what? If, if, if Chick-fil-A opened a hotel, you know exactly what that hotel would be. You know exactly how you would get great service. The hotel wouldn't be open on Sundays. And Chick-fil-A has built an iconic brand that's totally recognizable by most people and you totally trust them. Other chains of fast food are the opposite. Have you ever been to another fast food enterprise and received amazing service and were shocked? Well, that's branding too. You know, you go to McDonald's, you're not going to get the most amazing uh, burger or amazing service, but you might get something fast. Um, and it, rightfully so, they're not focused on service. And also rightfully so, that's why we don't go there. Um, you want to be recognized for the right reasons. Chick-fil-A knows exactly who they are exactly who they serve, period. The first step, I had to figure out the first step in branding for me was I had to identify 
the customer. And I suggest you do the same. If you don't identify the customer, it's super difficult to figure out where they are and how to attract that person to you. So figure out, I had to figure out who my customer was and who I've been called to serve. That's the most important step in business. And that step is often overlooked on every journey. So early in my entrepreneurial journey, I get these ideas, right? I get these ideas to solve problems that I have. And the ideas were fantastic. I'd pitch them to my wife and of course she would support me. And then we'd, and then I'd geek out on learning the material and, and the theories and, and get so excited. I would start a business, but there was no market. There was no market. And remember market's not a person. A market is a place and nothing crickets. It was because I was trying to solve my problem and my business, my business would fizzle out. I'd be on to the next one. And this was a vicious cycle for me because ultimately I wasted lots of money and more importantly, time. I wasted time away from my wife and my kids and it was terrible. I have my MBA and I cannot run a business. How does somebody have their MBA and cannot start and sustain a business? I knew I was called to be my own boss and be successful. I knew I was called to be a role model for my sons, the role model that I always wanted. My dad wasn't there, but I couldn't figure it out. Then it hit me. Kind of like when people say they're struck by an idea or hit by lightning. That was me at that point. I knew the problem. My MBA program, I was not trained to open and sustain the life of a business. I was trained at a high level to stay, to sustain the life of a business that is currently operational. That is somebody else's dream. I received the skills to improve, manage a company, to make sure it's efficient and owning and operating your own business, fulfilling your own call calling is totally different in a current business. As the problem presents, I solve it. I move on to the next one. It's done. I solve it with, with a symptomatic approach, detail each step, reevaluate, identify anything that didn't work, repeat, re-rinse, done. Problem over. When I started my first business and we'd often treat our personal problems like that in the business world. I would think that my personal problems would be a business and somebody else would have those problems also. Well, that's wrong. I thought, what if I re-engineered the process? What if I discredited my whole MBA, re-engineered the process and really try to figure out how to sustain my own business? So I began learning from <clears throat> great business owners and entrepreneurs like Bezos and Cardone and Brunson and Buffett and all, so many others. I spent countless hours learning and reading, listening on my commute, podcast, everything, anything I can get my hands on. I use technology as a guide to get me where I wanted to go. So if you're sitting here and you're thinking you don't have time, 
find the time because it makes a huge difference. It did for me. And each person that I was learning from was so different. I felt like I had all these mentors that were trying to mentor me along this path. And for example, Grant Cardone is awesome, but he's way different than Jeff Bezos and way different than Warren Buffett and extremely different than Russell Brunson. And I began to get frustrated. So I circled back to my notes. I did. I couldn't figure out what each person had in common. Each person was so different. Didn't give me like a lifeline of what I needed to be. I know I needed to stand out, but it was, it was, it was difficult to pinpoint a tactic to get to get and sustain success. So this time I circled back, I took notes, I mapped out each person and boom, it hit me. Kind of like Buster Douglas when he hit Mike Tyson, same. I was focusing on myself. I was focusing on my problems. I was attempting to release my problems on other people and sell them the product that I needed. That's not the right structure. Zig Ziglar says, if you help others get what they want in life, you'll get everything you want in life. And it became obvious. And that's why there's only a few people that was interested in my initial offers ever because most of them were just my family or friends trying to, you know, help me out. And it would fizzle out because I was trying to serve me. Well, I was, I was, I was already served. I was already done. So I changed my mindset. I re, re I reversed, engineered everything that I knew about business and started over. Here's the big secret to find out who to serve first. You have to find out who you serve first. I had to figure it out who I've been called to serve. Once I figured that out, there was no more failure. When I started Trinity View Marketing, it became very clear to me that I have been called to serve struggling entrepreneurs and trying to get their business out to the public. And it works. If I could help others get what they want in life, I get what I want in return. I know who I am. I know what I'm looking for. And that has made business easy. It's hard to hit a target that's not there. And it's so true. Every time you listen to somebody talk about target goals, but it's also tough to set those when you have a super busy lifestyle. But you, I had to figure out that I had to had to create a vision, had to create a target and work towards it. It helped by reverse engineering what I was already doing and figure out who I was called to serve. Once I figured that out, my business changed. Recently, recently I began working with a select baseball organization um, and I had to sit, sit back. I evaluated their process. It's so I can get an idea about what's going on. And um, they're looking to me to solve solve their problems. They're looking to me to sustain to sustain uh, the life the lifeblood in their business. They're they're looking to me to implement strategies and that's that sort of stuff. And so when I first started working with them, I had to sit back and evaluate the process. And my first question to the owner was, Who were you called to serve? And he began to tell me a story. Uh, about why he got into the business. And each time it got a little bit deeper. Who were you called to serve? Well, there was not an organization in this area. Okay. 
Well, who were you called to serve? Well, the rec leagues are all really bad, and I, I, I knew I can do better. Okay. Who were you called to serve? I want to teach baseball at a high level to children in our community. Okay. Who were you called to serve? I want to be impactful to people, their, their lives and families' lives. Okay. Who were you called to serve? Then I wanted to be a role model. He said, I want to be a role model in the, in the children's life. I want to be the, I want to be the person they can look up to. I want to be there for a young man that needs me. That didn't have a father growing up to play catch. And boom, that's that. We're called to serve people based on stories and experiences. And we do it through a vehicle. There it was. We figured out who he was called to serve. It was the first step we had to accomplish. He was called to serve young men, various ages, to be a, a lifelong mentor through the vehicle of high-level baseball instruction. Business is easy when we know who we are looking for and we identify those who we are called to serve. Since I've identified my customer and my business, I've flourished. In the beginning, I was looking at my own problems, looking at trying to figure it out on my own. It's a terrible business model. In your business programs, your master's in business, and they don't teach you the right way. They teach you to relive and love somebody else's dream. That's not for me and it's not for you. I'm telling you right now. My business flourished when I identified the people that I was called to serve. I was on my way to become a role model I wanted to be for my young kids. My kids can look at me and be proud. And they can say that we are called to serve other people. And change multiplies. And that's the real result. It's not about making all the money in business. But if you can figure out who you called to, who you're called to serve, figure out what your purpose is, and and really, I'd be able to identify the true meaning of what you were, what you were called to do, and you help everybody get what they want in their life. You're going to get what you want in your life, no doubt. Thanks for listening in. Sit back, soak it all in, think about it. Get your notepad out, jot down a few things, and I hope to see you starting your business. One thing that's really tough when we get started in our business is trying to get some attention generated. I just put out a I just put out a course. It's super cheap. You can find it at trinityviewmarketing.com forward slash no ad money. This course is going to teach you how to generate some attention without paying for ads because when we're start, when we're trying to start a business, we don't have an ad budget. I'm going to help you create attention and help you get your project out to people. So go to trinityviewmarketing.com forward slash no ad money and I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Advertising Better podcast with me, your host, Matt Timmons, I appreciate your time and your efforts to make a difference. 
Take care. Have a good one. And we'll see you back here in tomorrow.